Cheers, everybody. Yeah, Thank you so much for being Cheers. an awesome table. What is this? Thank you, DM. Awesome players. This is a sparkling red wine. Ooh, boy. Great campaign. That was fun. We've got one more to go. A little epilogue session. Clearly, um, the main danger has been taken care of. As we get right into it, you all defeated Grazd, the Obsidian Prince... The Lord of Deception, ruler over three planes of the Abyss. And Grackelstuck, for all intents and purposes, was uh, basically liberated. Although, you know, all the demons uh, ran away, disappeared. Um, there's no more demonic threat uh, that is perceivable on or in the Underdark that you all are aware of. Um, and I'll tell you this as a metagame thing, you don't have much more to worry about. Um, currently the scene is this, um, Juniper, you are a sword. Um, <laughs> you have lost your ability to, uh, wield yourself as a spiritual weapon. You have now fallen upon the ground. Um, the dark obsidian tower after you all, um, defeated Grast began to shrink and kind of crumbled down, but not necessarily like in a very destructive way, just sort of violently shook and went back to the size of a normal tower rather than that which was piercing through the cavern far up above. Um, the rest of you are standing outside the gate of Grackelstuck with a uh, celebrating army. And off in the distance, you see um, a few more uh, Groups of people coming your way, and uh, Sir Lauren, you would recognize this as the Brigandareth are quick on the heels. But you all are celebrating with your army. You have lost a few, um, as Anika fell, Rudy fell, Eldith fell. Um, everyone else, you're not 100% sure about. Fargus is with you, he rejoined quickly. Um, and uh, that's about all that you can see. Jim Jar's with you as well. He was blessed by Garl Glitter Gold slash possessed by Garl Glitter Gold once again and helped you all out in the final battle. But other than that, that's the scene is a, is a, a very destroyed a grackle stuck um, from not only the siege weapons, but also the, the leaving of the demonic presence um, has left the city sort of a little bit uh, in a ramshackle state of nature as... It's a chaotic situation, but one might argue it is a little bit more stable than it was before. And um, yeah, once again, you all are standing in front of the uh, the army that you raised to fight this battle. Did we see at the end Jim Jar be left of Garl Glitter Gold or any any? You all shot like off that? right away and oh. went and checked on other things. And the next time you see him, he just looks like normal Jim Jar. So you did not see that. Lauren, that's the Bregan Dath coming, yes? Yes, it is. To claim the prize. Absolutely. Cracklestow will be theirs. I'll go deal with them, I suppose, and we'll get prepared to head back to the Underden. Absolutely. That seems like the wisest choice. I'll go attend to Juniper's uh, body corpse and get it ready to travel, you know, kind of cover it and wrap it up in a, in a nice way. Yeah, sure. You want to see if you can find it? Uh, we carried it out. Was I, it? I had it. You had it? Yeah. Junipers? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I carried Juniper and another body out of there, didn't I? Or Lauren? Dragged. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. You yeah I, I did it halfway and dropped and you helped. Okay. can have that extra carry weight. So then I will say around this time, Rostos, you had uh, Dro's head tying around your waist, right? Uh, you had it. I, I tied it to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You look down and it's gone. Okay. At some point, you don't know what happened. It's just not there. Goodbye, dear friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you have Juniper's body. Uh, sorry. Yeah, just wrap it up while Lauren goes and talks to Tarlaxel. Sure. 
get it ready for travel so we can bring it back. Absolutely. Uh, you march out, uh, you have your own little retinue maybe following you of just like a couple dwarves just to make sure everything's cool um, following you out there. And uh, you go out there and um, there are uh, about five driders um, pulling different, uh, you know, large wagons of supplies with uh, quagoths around as well. It's not a huge amount of people. It's probably about 30 or 40. You can tell it's a settling party. They're here to like basically begin taking over. And Jarlaxel hops off one of the wagons in his full regalia. He's got his large hat on, his uh, eye patch. He's not even wearing a disguise anymore. He's saying, no, pretty good bang up job here, mate. It's not bad. You ready to hand the keys over? I believe they've already been handed. All right then. You know, we appreciate what you did here. Yeah, this place is no... It's no place for the Durgar anymore. Well, can't be easy giving up your home city like this, your hometown. Yes, well, the damage here has already been wrought. There's no coming back from this. And the memories here, no. Tell you what. You're our friend. We want to be your friend. We want to have a healthy relationship between the break and death and you, obviously, as a member. Do you want us to wait? And you can tell people they can do what they want, how you want to handle this. We don't need to go in and be all imperialistic about this, what I'm saying, mate. We're here for trade only, but we don't want to make pe people feel like they're living underneath us. Do you want to be grackle-stuck? Do you want us to just name it our own? What do you want here, mate? Well, no. Erase our memory of this place. All right. I will speak with the Durgar who are still alive. And I will rally them to come with me. We'll wait outside. It seems like it would be a sensitive thing. And I understand if I was a Durgar, I wouldn't be too happy about uh, a bunch of driers and drow coming in and, uh, you know, bugbears and whatnot and taking over the home city. So why don't you go take care of that? Have a couple speeches with them, and uh, we'll wait right here. Gladly. All right. Best of luck. Thank you. Um, around this time, uh, as you all are wrapping up Juniper's body, maybe tending to wounds of others, uh, you see a familiar face, especially to Rostos. You'd recognize this face. A sort of snake-like creature, uh, humanoid, walking up confused, but there's a, they have a large white protrusion coming from their head. Very large, almost like turban, but it's like two feet off their head, sitting on their head. And they're kind of wandering around a little bit confused. You can tell that it's Nico, but something is sitting on their head. Like a horn? No, more of a giant morel mushroom. And it's floating above his head? Attached to their head. Oh, okay. Yeah, walk up. Nico. Uh, yeah, yes. Oh, uh, how are you feeling? Much, much better now, actually. You can tell stool is attached to the top of their head. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Juniper's body, Jins, that became Juniper. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you need to... Well... I don't know. You liked dead things, so I didn't know if this meant anything to you. I, I think we were we were friends once, and they kind of like close their eyes and, and think really hard, and it kind of looks like it pains them a little bit. And like, yes, I, I'll just pay my respects to them. You don't remember things. Some. It's it's hard. What is real and what is not, and what what was and what is. What do you mean? It, it's hard. Hard how? To remember, to understand. Well, this is real life. Things happened. Uh, all right. Well, she's wrapped up over there, but... Okay. Do you even remember me? Uh, we... We were friends? Jesus. <laughs> you don't remember? Come on, we've walked around everywhere. You gave up your life in front of a Zorn and some crazy Medusa thing. Mm. 
We, we walked. Yes, we walked. Yes, and you loved the terrible tourist traveler man. Mm -hmm. They look like they're in pain as you're mentioning this. And you hear Stool kind of say, cut it out, Rostos. <sighs> okay. Simple things only. I'm trying to heal them. All right. They're very vulnerable right now, Rostos. Sure. That's fine. Uh, well, have a good time. And they kind of wander off to, uh, kind of explore the different areas, and you can tell that Stool is sort of guiding them, and actually seems like, all things considered, Nico is in a better place than they were, uh, with, um with stool attached to the top of their head, but they are still very fragmented in terms of their memories and their uh, capabilities as like a, a thinking living person, right? Very, very much fragmented. Um, what are the rest of y'all doing? Just preparing to travel, get get out of Grackleston, I guess, head back to the Underden. Okay. Um, as you all are kind of loading everything up then? I'd, uh, go, I'd go, if, if Jarl Axel's around, I think I'd go talk to him. He's out, he's not going into the city yet. He's hanging out way beyond. He said he would let uh, Sir Lauren talk. But we're outside of the wall. We're not in the city, right? We're outside. He's way off beyond. Okay. If you want to go up there and talk to him, you can. Like beyond to where? He's just a ways not, tr not trying to impose on the city. He's letting them sort of like figure everything out before the Bragg and Dareth come in. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, you know, a walk across a battlefield, a couple hundred yards. Yeah. Okay, because I imagine we're past the battlefield. Like You can go talk to him. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I would approach him. Okay. Oh, hey there. Who are you? My name's Rastos Tarul. All right. Don't care. That's fine. Uh, I saw you talking to my friend Salor in there. Uh, you're the one that gave them the reinforcements, his friends. I don't have to answer anything to you. Be careful what you say next. I'm not one you just approach, mate. Are you gonna kill me then? No. But but you, wasn't that a threat? Yeah, it is. I'm not gonna kill you. I don't get it. What do you have to say? Be quick. Uh, listen. This city became what it was because of me and my friends. The city's mine now. Yeah, about that. Uh, I'm not that cool, you know. We made some bad decisions and. Uh, a lot of people died and were enslaved, and I'm sort of all about the freedom after defeating these demon lords. There'll be more freedom than it was before. Yes? Yeah. You're not going to enslave them, or take all that were here and... So you, you come up to me, assuming because I'm a drow, that I'm going to enslave everybody? Uh, no, I just heard uh, Salon talk about this thing being a hub to take over the above world. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. This is the hub for the breaking death. This is ultimate freedom. Economic freedom. Choice. What you want to do with your life. That's what we're going to provide. I'll tell you what. Why don't you go back and join your party before you mess things up? I don't think I can mess things up anymore, but uh, all right. See ya. Juniper. You are in a wooded area with Jin. Yes. And you're aware of what happened for the most part. That you were kind of taken from this uh, material realm, right? You've lost any sort of presence you might have had there, right? And yet you can feel that this demonic presence that was once there is gone. Any sort of madness that you might have had has kind of left you, and yet you're stuck in this sort of realm as a sword. Yes. You hear a slithering off in the forest and sort of hissing. Jin, what is that? Uh, Jin doesn't know. Uh, you know, we are kind of caught up in the moment, but uh, now that we are stuck here together, I really would like to know how you... Um what is that noise? Uh, how you how we how, how we got into the sword? Did you do? What did you do? Uh, Jin doesn't know. Oh my God, Jin! You're... 
Uh, Jin's not the smart one, that's Juniper. I cannot remember what you do from child. Uh, have you heard the he-sees before? No. It's around this time you see a very large black snake crawling out from the woods kind of towards you all. And as it's crawling towards you, it starts to grow legs. And it grows a red robe. And it becomes this red devilish-like humanoid with horns kind of coming from the side of their temples heading downward. And they're about 10 feet tall and they have a red rubied staff in their hand. And they're going to say to you, Hello, Jim Juniper. Hello, hello. What the How are things here? Uh, well, to be honest, I am stuck here with Jin now. Uh, are you... Yeah, she doesn't remember what the fuck happened. Are you the one who trapped us in this sword? No, no, no. That was, uh... Let's uh, say a colleague of mine. Yeah, I don't know why she makes deals without consulting the rest of us. It was a deal made long, long ago. It, it, what in it? Not a dummy, right? Speaking of deals... I have another deal for you. I know you don't know who I am. But I believe we have a mutual interest. Explain. Well, from what I saw, you were able to... Mm, fight back demons rather well. Me? I've been fighting demons my whole life. They're sort of a nuisance. Would you not agree? They're problematic, but in their own ways. But, you know, it's hard to say. I don't like them very much. They kind of fucked everything up for me. For us, really. Now I'm trapped here, but... Right, they fucked everything up. And now you're trapped here. I could take care of both those things, provide you an opportunity for revenge against these demons, and give you a corporeal body, with which you can do as you want. This is all for free. Of course there would be some stipulations. The... What might this be? Well, I would need you to, of course, ensure that you are fighting the demons at all times, ensuring that the battle doesn't sway too far as it did here in the Underdark, which you've already done. What else? Well, let me tell you the plus sides. You would have your own army at your fingertips. You would have more power than you ever could have imagined. Your own place to call home. A body, as I mentioned. You'd be free of any sort of mental ailment that you might not deem necessary. Or a boon. Kind of looks at both of you all. But, um, all I ask for return is for your help in taking care of a problem. That is, demons. And, uh, if we should fall in our endeavor to combat these demons, what would happen to us then? We've already fallen once. You would not fall if you were with me. What does Jin think about this? Oh, I don't... Yeah, Never mind, Jin. You're stupid. Well, and... Do you want to sit on that one and we can come back to you? Yes. All right. I'll think about this for a second. How long do you have, mister? Um... Call me Asmo. <laughs> Mr. Asmo. Mr. Asmo. Do you mind if I take a second to discuss this among ourselves? Take all the time you need. We have all the time in the world. Thank you very much. All right, uh, cut back to Grackelstuck. And at this time, Sir Lauren, you are coming back into the gates. What do you want to do? 
Uh, guess I'm. I will, uh, in undercommon, I guess. Yeah, in undercommon, I'll climb up upon you know some sort of taller pile of rubble. Yep, good I call. Suppose, I was gonna say know. it's rubble. Yes, yes. Uh, so taller, taller pile of rubble, and I'll use thaumatur- thaumaturgy to call out to gather the, the Durgar and any. I don't know, basically anyone. Sure. Really, because I don't really mind who I'm addressing at this point. Mostly the Durgar, though. <clears throat> and um, once I once I see people have gathered, or at least are getting close enough, I'll continue to use Thaumaturgy just so my voice is booming. Listen closely and listen well. This city is no longer our own. You true Durgar know that in our failure... We do not deserve this pile of ash and refuse. Our forges cooled with the death of Thunbershard, and our friends and family morphed and mutated by demonic forces. Those Durgar who want to rebuild to create a better city, an inclusive city, come with me. Aruallah, Great Battle Glory, the new home of the Durgar, is where we will plot our exodus. What used to be Grackelsta is now under the control of the Brigandareth, where everyone will be afforded a chance to live freely. Make your choice now, for we leave tomorrow. I hereby claim the title of Deep King of Arula, and those who would deny me my claim, you may come forth com- com- upon completion of the city. We will rise again together, stronger and more unified ever before, and not foolishly following Horgar's isolationist policy. We have proven what we can do with the other deep denizens, and will not squander such an opportunity. You see, um, as you're giving this speech, there are Dwergar kind of surrounding around. They look sort of lost and confused as to what's been happening. And uh, you see a familiar one kind of part through, and it's Hemoth. And he comes forth, and he puts up his fist, and he says, To Arulah! <laughs> and turns around to all of them, and why don't you go ahead and roll a charisma check. Uh, let's do a persuasion with advantage. All right. Uh, we'll say the rest of the party, Rostos and uh, Caliban, you're here to hear the speech as well. So it's a 19 minus one. <laughs> All right. Uh, 18. Yep. You get a good amount uh, of people who start to chant along with it. Arula, Arula. And they begin running and grabbing their own belongings um, as they realize this. There are about, a th- I would say, probably a quarter of the Dwergar there who seem stubborn. And you hear some muttering of like, this is our home, we stay here. Um, and it looks like they're gonna be a little bit more hard to persuade. You could try to if you wanted to, um, but it looks like they're going to try to stay in Gracklestuck and rebuild, just out of stubbornness alone. They, they have that choice, I will not, okay. I will not try and convince them. You got a good amount though. You've got uh, a lot of people who are, are willing to go to your new location. Um, where that's at, you're not sure yet, though. Yes. Okay. Um, do you want to let them know that, or what's your next plan? Well, I, again, it's we'll probably lead the whole exodus to... Uh, uh, Gontelgrim? Gontelgrim, yes. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit. Absolutely. That's, like, that's some Moses shit right there. Okay. Well, we'll see what the rest of the party is up to, and then we'll uh, we'll see that. But everyone, uh, Hemoth is asking you that, and he's also kind of helping you out gathering people and getting this exodus ready to march to Gontelgrim, I guess, is your next move, right? Yep. All right, Rastos, Caliban. I guess I would just go up to uh, Lauren and give him, like, a wry smile and a handshake. Deep king, huh? (laughs) Someone's got to do it. Sounds good. It looks good on you. Rastos? I'll walk up and just go, just be careful. Let power go to your head. And I have no interest in wielding it quite so soon. Mm, I've just heard you mutter things, but all right. Good luck. Um, we stop by the Underden and then to Bruno. Absolutely. Will you be bringing your retinue, your new denizens of what you call the city again? Aruallah. Dwarvish oh, for a great Allah. battle glory. Well, 
Just get going. We'll have to put you in a put to rest soon. So, um, this is going to be a hell of a march. You know that, right? Yep. Unless you want to jet with them right away. We can see you there later. <clears throat> okay, so um, I will organize the Durgar that are preparing to leave. A couple and, hundred of them. And then uh, I will nod to the rest of the party and then say, let's head to the under then. then. Are we marching or am I teleporting us? So the other then we'll probably march. All right, very well. Yeah, um, you all can march. You've got a big enough army. We'll load up Juniper in the um, Quagoth drawn carriage. Yep, absolutely. Anything else you want to do in Gracklestock while we're here? I feel like heading out, maybe like, I guess you wouldn't want to pass Jarlaxle. Just want to establish good ties if we were to re- revisit Grac- uh, Gracklestow. But no, just head head out. No. Cool. Um, and... You all head over. We're just going to hand wave. You get to the Underdark, or the Underdead, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, everyone is there celebrating your victory. Globagool, uh, Sloopadoop, uh, Jimjar, Sark, the Were-Rat. Shushar the Awakened. Shushar the Awakened, yes. the Pacifist, uh, Kuatoa. Um, I have to talk to him. King Darendil. Uh, man, who am I forgetting here? Topsy-Turvy. Topsy Turvy, they they're both there as well. Everyone there is greeting you all as you come back into a celebratory uh, reception at the Underdark. And there are, or the Underden. I'm sorry, Jesus. Um, and there are tons of Dwergar with you now as well, <laughs> making camps outside in that larger cavern of uh, the Underden. Fuck, well, feels strange. We've had a, a mission of driving force for so long, and it seems we've accomplished it and now have nothing to do. Well, there's Lauren, you've, you've set your plate very hefty and many goals moving forward. Rastos, what of you? What do you think you'll get off to? I don't know right now. Uh, I have to think about it. I'm still a bit sad. If it's anybody I know who deserves a peaceful life, something you've always wanted, freedom and peace, I feel like you've earned that above anyone I've known. And that is what I wish for you. Long, peaceful life where you don't have to use that axe anymore. <laughs> Me too. I'm wondering if maybe we turn this underden into sort of a maybe a place for travelers to rest. Rastos, as you're saying that, you feel a little pull on your underwear, like on your like, like the back of your uh, um, what's it called? Loincloth. Loincloth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Pulling on it, it doesn't lift you up very much because you're too heavy. He's got. <clears throat> Turn around. What is this, S- nephew? Hey, I just I thought I had thought I had you. Sorry. Next time you might you might need to make some more better gloves for reaching on this thing. It, what do you What do you mean? Should I not be putting my hands down here, <laughs> Uncle? Come on. I, no, I just mean some gloves to to make you stronger. Right. 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 Well, maybe I'll do that next time. I'll make some extra strong gloves so I can give you a good wedgie. Yes. And he hits you in the shoulder a little bit. How was it? uh, The armor was nice. Thank you. No, I mean, how's everyone? Uh, Dad? They are fine. They are like king or something now. Well, he always had high ambitions. I know. Caliban, I see you're okay. Most of us are fine, but and turns to the black covered, uh, black cloth, cloth covered, uh, juniper. But we lost, we lost juniper. But I guess we have no idea she's a sword, or they are a sword. Uh, yeah, we should probably put it in the 
The fires, and then we can get the ash to spread. Juniper's body in the fire? I don't know. Uh... I always thought she kind of hated the Underdark. I was thinking the surface, amongst the trees, snow above, excuse me, sun above, some plush grass on a hill somewhere. But at the end of the day, I don't really know what she would have wanted. I don't either. They changed, you know, over the course of knowing them. She was uh, interesting, but she was a wood elf. Maybe she would like to be returned to the woods. The forest is what I was thinking, too. All right, well, I'm going to tell the other dwarves here to get to cooking. Seems like we've got a bunch more visitors. Let me know if you all need anything. Thank you, Chris. It's Ed time! Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! Pour some booze for everybody and help come in from organizing with Team Myth outside. Uh, probably cast like the rest of my the rest of my higher level spells last on create food and water. So yep. there's a shit ton of it out there. People are eating. Uh, you know, there's plenty of room for them to sleep outside in tents, and for all intents and purposes, the uh, the underdark is safer than it was before, with the demonic presence being gone. Uh, Sir Lorne, is there anything you want to do here? Uh, I guess I'll go find Chris real quick. Like, you know where uh, he's at, baby, yeah, right? In the forge. Oh, yeah. So I'll nod at Caliban, take a drink. Cheers. I'll be back to speak momentarily. It's a somber moment. Um, you all won the battle, but lost some dear friends. Um, and we make a toast to all those we lost. And Fargus says, Well, here's to all those gave the best they could and who fought for a better world, for a better realm and sent those demons back into the abyss where they belong. Here, here. Here, here. May we raise our glasses many more times. It takes a long drink. Uh, Sir Lauren, you find Chris Blackheart uh, and he's working uh, on the forge once again. Hey, Dad. Hey. Heard so, you're a king now. Yeah, I suppose. I would have you stay here and continue your practice on this forge until I could adequately build you a new grand one in the new city. With all due respect, Dad, I don't think you're going to be able to build a forge like this one. I know. I think I need to remain here. That is, of course, your choice. I'll come see you. Obviously, and I'll obviously come see you. I, I love you. <laughs> is that, is that okay? That that is fine, son. I love you too. Like super awkward. <laughs> yeah, no one's hugging. You're yeah, both just kind of kicking, looking at the floor, kind of kicking the dirt a little bit. <laughs> All right. I'll start to turn away, and I'll turn around, and I'll hug him. Yeah, he give, he's like kind of awkward about it and then gives you a hug back for sure. I'll keep in touch. I'm sure I'll need plenty of help with tools and things to rebuild. Well, I hope you have a great time doing that. Thanks, son. Um, so, Rusto, so a respite for travelers, you say? Yes, I think so. I think we can do that in time. It's a it's a good idea. I think traveling here was so dangerous and terrible. If if the above ground could just see it more easily, uh, it might make it easier. It's it very... wouldn't be this wanting to conquer the surface or conquer the underdark. Very nice thought. At last, we're leaving it on hope, you know accessibility to the Underdark and 
safe travel. I think that's a, a good idea, an attainable goal. <laughs> I'll be right back. You okay, bud? Yeah. He's, he leaves. Okay. He, he will go to the forge, though. Okay. And he sort of sees, imagine Chris Blackheart's forge craziness. Uh, do you know what a plaque is? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Do you think you could make one for for us? Is there, do we have the means? Oh, yeah, yeah, we have, we have the means, for sure. Uh, what do you want? Thinking of at least putting uh, something on the front of the underden, some sort of plaque, you know. The underden, home. Home for all or something, I don't know. Could you, at least, it had to be pretty large to go on the front. Rastas, I haven't been doing this for very long, but I'm good at what I do. I'll make that motherfucker big. All right. Uh, big enough for all to see. All right. We might need some cool torches to light it up for the outside as well. All right. I hope you have some good defenses made up, buddy, because this is still the Underdark. But yeah, well, I'll get right on that. Well, speaking of that, we may need to make some cool doors out of metal. All right. I, I don't know, you know, we, we could finance some cool things. I think we'll have some money, uh, something like uh, two doors with, who knows, you could put trap things in there. So are, we, are we making something to fight people and invite them and then fight them? Yes. Wait, what are we, what are we making here? I think just nice doors so in case people come to fight who is inside of here. We'll only close them at night, maybe. All right. I don't know. Uh, I'm still thinking about it, but at least the plaque. Maybe one let's, torch. Let's start with the plaque. All right. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk to some people about the doors. You made some good Spurf Neblin friends. I'm sure they'd be good at that. They have good doors, don't they? I don't know. Hmm. No, he'll just go, thank you, and puts his hand on his shoulder and walks away. Okay, he'll get to work on that plaque. Jin Juniper... Did anyone pick up Jin Juniper's sword? I thought Lauren had it. Yeah. You do have it? Uh-huh. Okay. Jin Juniper, inside, um, there is a man who has conjured up a single table that is covered in a red and white checkered cloth, and he is eating spaghetti and drinking red wine. And he is Asmodeus. 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 I'm not sure which pronunciation I like better. Let's go with Asmodeus. What is it in Watchmen? Asmodeus, right? Asmondius. And he's sitting there. Um, that's Ozymandias. That's a different character altogether. Ozymandias. Yeah, Ozy. Why? It, it's a it's more. It's a more biblical reference. Yeah, they're both biblical references. But it is. Yeah. He is there, just waiting your answer. Okay. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've got yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we've got it. Are, oh, good, good. Are, are um, you, oh, you're eating. You should wait for you. Oh uh, no, I'll be okay. He just stands up and it disappears immediately. Where did he go? He kind of cleaned. No, the the stuff that he was sitting around disappears, and he kind of cleans his mouth with a napkin. He's standing right in front of you. Uh, hello. Um. So we have decided, and after you, as as a. Juniper is the one talking, and she, as she says, we have decided from the the wooded areas around, you see a lot of versions of Jin and Juniper and their other personalities kind of like come out of the woodwork a little bit, and they're all, they all have different expressions on their face, like one of them looks sad, and some of them look upset, one of them looks angry, and it's got their arms folded, there's a bunch of them there, and uh, so we have decided that, uh, you know, uh, we have some terms, if you'd like to hear them, and you can counter-offer, is that okay? Absolutely. I love this, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, it, this was a, a long, a sorry we took so long about this. We did. Hope you enjoyed your uh, food and your spaghetti. All I have is time. It's, uh, you know, apparently we're on a sword now, so <laughs> we have time too. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, number one, uh, we would like to provide you services. That's not really a term. We're just, you know, letting you know up front that we are agreeable. So uh, we don't want to have hostile negotiations with you. Off on the right foot. 
Um, so, number one, uh, our soul, my soul, belongs to uh, Kelenvor. You will not take our soul. Is that okay? You might try to corrupt it, but you will not have it from the get-go. There is no no event about about that one. Continue. Uh, number two, uh, if we agree to be revived, uh, you will provide us with a suitable weapon to fight demons because uh, we will no longer be a sword. Continue. Uh, number three on our list of things that we want, uh, should any member of the Helling Dog ever call on us, uh, Jin Juniper, for help, we will be allowed to respond to and or answer that call. Continue. For you, in return for uh, the provided agreement, uh, we will live the rest of our life in service to Mr. Asmo, uh, whether or not that pertains to fighting demons or any other task you require us to do otherwise. Well, Jin Juniper, I see no need to counteroffer. I'm totally okay with all of these uh, these offerings that you've made. Please shake my hand. But, uh, give us one second as uh, we collect ourselves in the... We will, uh, we will collect ourselves into uh, one being. It is slowly all the gins and uh, personalities puff out of existence, and they, they slowly fade away. And uh, we will let her, uh, let Mr. Asmuth. It's nice to meet you. Uh, we are Junethafer Lorlathine, and we are proud to be. I am proud to be in your service. Junethafer Lorlathine. I am very proud to have you in my service. And he reaches out and puts his clawed hand into yours, and you shake. Oh, my God. As the wooded area, the sky just turns red for a moment. And we'll come back to that. Um, do, not, does the body change in our in where we're having, like, an Irish funeral? No. Okay. Fucking crazy, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Should we fast forward to you all traveling to Gontagrim? Unless there's anything else you want to do with the Underden. I would ask Shushaw to come with me and and um, speak to him for a moment. Sure. I'm kind of looking down at the Society of Brilliance robes that I'm carrying and go to speak with him. And Shushaw, you traveled with Gragazalax and... Vizirin and and those may, society members before. May he rest in power. May he rest in power. I've been thinking a lot and of all the things that have happened and all the atrocities. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm going to dedicate some time after this to the goals that Krasilek stood for in the Society of Brilliance. I guess what I'm asking for... Solving all the problems of the Underdark. In a way. In a way. Well, and I need to know more about Vizirin. I guess we're going to Gauntelgrim. I would ask if you would travel with us and perhaps consider joining uh, as a traveling companion for, for a moment. And perhaps we can talk about the future of things. Of course. Now, do you want for the rest of the society to meet us there? That would be insanely helpful. I will send a message. To Dietz and to Blurg and to them? To Wise, well. Excellent. Oh, Shusha, thank you. And if you need anything, let me know. And let's have some drinks and celebrate before we leave in the morning. I don't drink, but okay. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll... Zoinkus, the eight of us there. Yeah. Um, by the time you all are ready to go, the plaque is already up, Rostos. Um, he's already getting it mounted up there, and it is about 10 feet wide and about six feet tall, and it says, The Underden, all are welcome. It's a big plaque. Nice. Uh, this looks great, Mr. Blackheart. Uh, you're, you're my uncle. You can call me Chris. This looks great. Mr. Chris. You can call, you don't have to say, okay, yeah. Uh, well, just, you know, if people are looking at you, I should talk to you business formal. Sure, they know who I am. The doors we're working on, we'll get there. And, um. Well, I don't know if that was a sure thing, but okay. Be safe, no, be I safe like, while we're gone. I like your idea, Rostos. This should be a place of respite. There's not a place around here where travelers can come through. Maybe we can. Change the way that people look at things around here, you know? Yeah, we could franchise it. Well, I mean, okay. 
do you know that concept? <laughs> well, we'll get there, Mr. Uh, we'll get there, Rostos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, uh, will you be protected here if we hang up this plaque, light these torches, uh, and we leave? I mean, you better leave somebody here for me, right? Underdark's still the Underdark. Drow are still assholes. They are. Perhaps I should have a meeting with them somehow. That'll go well. Uh, hmm. The Were-Rats fought well. Glabagool fought well. Glabagool stayed here, I think. I thought he was fighting at the vet, wasn't he? Or no? He moves ten feet per... Her fucking, like, For some second. reason, I thought you brought him there, but uh, I'll be like, maybe we put Glabagool at the front, so anyone who comes in, he is the greeter. Right, right, Ross, let's not get into the details. It'll be okay. Uh, but I'm just going to keep some of your retinue here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Be safe while we're going, Chris. Absolutely. Okay, guys, we're ready. Caliban will put on his helmet teleportation. Bring Shushar, Lauren, Rostos. Anybody else coming with us? Hane. Uh, Hane, Hane, Holland. I do go to Chris Black and I go, you treat them like they're your father if they come here, all right? Anyone coming here that needs help? Yeah, okay. Um, as Fargus, are you coming? Of course, I go where Mr. Rostos goes. All right, and then we'll zap the six of us using the pin of Gauntlegrim. To all right, get just to for King funsies, Bruno. roll a d100. Come hey. on, baby, wall. <laughs> Kill us all at the end. the wall, baby. You all just die man. at the end. <laughs> 48. Okay, and you are zapped immediately into King Brunor's Hall, where you all had the meeting with all the other factions that you're quite familiar with. Um, there is seemingly a meeting going on at this time, so you hear the, oh, and all the gasps from the courtiers and um, all the people attending the court at the time. Um, however, Brunor recognizes you right away, and he is going to say, Oi, is it done? Apologies to interrupt, but... No, no apologies. Bruno, it is. I can't believe to report it, but it is done. We've done it. Aye. Everyone, leave us now. Prepare a feast. Prepare a feast, but only for those of us here who have just arrived, including myself. (laughs) Walk up and give a nice handshake. He demands everyone out of there, and he gives you a handshake. He gives you, you know, the, the handshake hug. Uh, same thing with Rosto, same thing with Sir Lauren as well. The other ones he's not so sure of, and he's like, yeah, what's up? And gives them a, a nice little, like, kind of like a wave. But he's really excited to see you two in particular, or you three in particular. Um, and he has his servants kind of create this smaller round table, or bring it out, and it is a very, very, very private dinner with King Brunor, with your party that you brought with him. Well, you did it. Truly are the heroes of the Underdark. Nay, heroes of this realm. Could never have done it without you. It's a celebration for all who dwell here. No, No, we could not have done it without you. Without you in particular. Here, here. Here, here. Tink. Now, I made you all promises. Rastos. Yes. The raging minotaur. <laughs> well, sometimes. Wielder of flame. Sometimes. You asked for freedom. Yes. In my mind, Rastos, you are the freest person that I know. Well, maybe now I am. Well. Rastos, when you choose to go back to your desert, I've arranged for a certain gift for you. Hmm. Listen, uh... I don't want to spoil the surprise, Rostos. That's fine, uh... But in the meantime... How's this? And he has two smaller dwarves carry out this chest that they're struggling to carry. And they kind of... They lose their uh, foot, footing a little bit and they spill it over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's 30,000 gold. <laughs> Jeez, uh... That's a lot of... Coins, more than I've ever seen, King Bruno. You asked for gold. I asked for my city to be safe. This is nothing compared to what I owe you. Uh, Listen, uh, I was thinking, I don't know if this is out of place, but 
There were talks back in the day that there, I mean, we know it, that there exists a, a door from your world here in Gauntogrim into the Underdark. I'm wondering if perhaps we don't put more in. Perhaps we, we allow more of passage from the above ground to the lower ground. We sort of open things up a bit. Perhaps shed a light down here. Well, Rastos, if we were to do that, we should ask the new leader of the city that'll be in between where we are now in the Underdark. And he looks at Sir Lauren. Sir Lauren, it's understood that you uh, wished for your own area to be settled. That is correct. I can help you with that. Arulah. That's right. You have our utmost support, and we'll establish trade with you. How's that for the light downward, Rostos? I think it is good. I'm just trying to think how to... It seems like the underground underdark is afraid of the surface. The surface doesn't even know about things here. Lauren. You have half of my engineers at your disposal to make your city what you need it to be. Thank you. I wish you and your people prosperity. This is also why I brought this. Oh, fuck. What do I call it? Oh my god, I can't. What the fucking dark elf call it? Drow. Drow, Jesus. <laughs> this is why I brought this Drowish girl. She is a sole representative and eventual leader of our Allah. Honey says, hi. I'm taking steps to unite what is the Underdark. You wish for your Dwergar people to be ruled by a drow? Not necessarily ruled. You just said that she was the future leader of the city. She is. Do you not follow my questioning what you're asking of your people? I know what I'm asking of my people. Because these strongholds of individual races and things clearly have not worked. I know of the above ground, I'm sure there are cities that are isolated, but that the ones that truly thrive are inclusive. And I think that's the only way to move forward is the Underdark. Sir Lauren, I appreciate your sentiment, but maybe not such a quick move in that regard. I have hundreds of years left. I'm not too concerned. All right, as long as you take your time with it. Otherwise, Absolutely. I'm not proud of the racial divisions that happen in nearly up, un, upper dark or under dark. But Sir Lauren realized the past as well and realize how deep those scars can be. I know. Nonetheless, I wish your city good luck and know that we'll always be a strong trading part partner with you. Caliban. King Grunal. You're called the scholar of the profane. You asked me for magical abilities and knowledge. For starters, you'll have full access to the Great Forge. Bow deeply. When you wish to study McGarry's fiery pit, you are very much allowed down there. Forge whatever item you wish, with, of course, in reason. Thank you, King Bruno. There's also been word that you've been talking to the Society of Brilliance. And he kind of snaps a little bit, and door opens up, and the rest of the Society of Brilliance comes back in. Oh, sick. Look at that. I have, King Bruno. I... Our group is responsible for many travesties and things done, even by my own hands, but the destruction of Graven Hollow, a library that size and that much knowledge and wealth, I hope that... Perhaps in time, that's one travesty I may be able to help undo. There is a tower. Ran and owned by someone with whom you are familiar. Not Vizier and Devere. Vizier and Devere himself. He is taking control of this tower named Araj. What he doesn't know is that this tower 
is built on sacred dwarven stone. He does not know the words that I know that can make every single Gaelic Dur turn upon him and throw him out of his own tower. He's named his tower Raj, a drowish word for revenge. My only request of you, should I teach you these words, is that you name it something more appropriate, more hopeful. I would be humbly gracious to accept that and would be happy to rename it. Speak these words at the foot of the tower. Myova vaim yar kyor. And Caliban will repeat them back to him. Say I wanted Myova vaim yar kyor. Novum vaim kwach vior. Close enough. These words mean let it let what is to be be. It should return the tower to its rightful owners, which would be us. However, if you speak them, it'll be yours. Now, Caliban, it's no grave in Hollow. What is lost is lost. With time, I pray and hope that you can come up with some approximation of what that great library was. Thank you, King Brunor. This is beyond what I could have hoped, and you've done right by all of us, and it pains me, but I do ask one more small favor that you could help us with. Speak. We've brought Juniper's remains, and if you could allow us and help us to return the body to the level, to the above world for burial rites, we would be of utmost appreciation. It's just that is a time-sensitive manner. I have a representative of the Emerald Enclave who works closely with us. She should be able to return her to her forest. Thank you, King. Now, I'm not 100% familiar with Wood Elf ceremonies, but it is better that she is amongst her own rather than here. And I... I'm sorry for your loss. And he looks at you, Caliban, you Rostos, and your Sir Lorne, and nods. She was one of us. Uh, maybe it's just amongst us, not her people. I went to the service with her. I never even saw someone that, you know, knew her or even. So, Caliban, do you want to send the service to Rostos? Do you want to keep it here? I think the surface, but I don't know. I have feelings. We could accompany them to the surface if you would like Rostos. Yes, uh, King Bruno, how do you feel about, uh, I don't know, this, has anything ever happened like this before? A large demon threat or even some drow, some, you know, were-rats Neblin and these different races come together to thwart something like this, such a threat. Or is this the first time? No, the, the history of the Underdark is, is wrought with war and battle and tumult. I'm just wondering if uh, we wouldn't stand to have some sort of a, a monument to the, the fight that happened, at least try to put something together to remember the lives lost. Say no more, Rastos, it's already been underway. Uh, We're working on it currently. We'll put it under a, near the gateway that leads up to Gontelgrim. That way people know. Or those monsters who care to try to breach this area once again will know that people like you stand here waiting guard. Well then, a part of me wonders if Juniper Jin shouldn't be buried around there, but turned to ash and spread, at least all over. Each of us take a piece of her. But just thoughts, I don't know. So Rastus, you wish to... I think I've sort of 
at least a burning of the body or cre- cremation. Could be a la- good last, last site at the foundation of where they'll build this memorial. Yes. Find to honor those who have fallen. Could we, could we, uh, King Bruno, could you put some sort of a flame that lights at this, uh, this place, some sort of magic flame that lasts? We'll do what we can, Rostos, without drawing too much attention to our gate, to our city. Ah, sure. It's a safety precaution. Of course. I... Bruno, is there a way to even make this Underdark safer for people, or is it truly this dangerous, always? This dangerous, what you experience, Rostos. You experience demons ruling different areas. Pretty dangerous. So no, Rastos. You don't know the Underdark. I thought I did. Uh, I'm just wondering if there's a way to make it okay for you people. You have. By getting rid of the demons. I've grown to know a lot of the Underdark. I know my way around there. It's just... I'm just wondering, is it... Will it be this dangerous once we leave? Or after the... You know, now that it's gone? Rastos. People moving, the I cards. don't mean to be crass or rude, but do you think the above ground is safe? War, poverty, greed, avarice, pestilence, rules above as well. Do yes. not think that just because of what you saw down below was different, that it doesn't happen up above in the sunlight. Sometimes it's better to cower in the shadows than die in the sunlight. You of all people should know this, of your background. It's just uh, my brief moment up there I saw, you know, there were established roads. There's nothing like that down here. According to your eyes, Rastos, no, not you, Hemoth. No, not you, Sir Lauren. I mean, yes, he, he travels his one specific way to get around. I just, I don't know. Rastos, trust me, it is safer. You have made it safer. And we are forever in your debt. I just... I didn't know if we should set up some sort of road system, you know. More well-traveled places so people don't get lost down here. Easier to travel, but it makes it more dangerous for these uh, cities and establishments. Perhaps it isn't a good idea. It is also an ambitious plan. However, if you would like to start mapping guides, the only guide I could map is the one I've taken, the one I know. Well, you do have an influx of funds just gifted to you by King Bruno. If you do have these grand plans, that money could be going towards something. If you wish to use that money, I could give you engineers, Rastos. But it'll be an undertaking. Is it even worth it, King? I'm not smart. This one, Farkas, is, uh, he is the brains for me. Mr. Rassos, I know nothing about infrastructure and the Underdark. Sure, I just, I don't, I'm just saying you're, you're the brains for me. I don't know anything. Let's table this conversation for another day. Let's put our friend Juniper to rest. And Bruno, will you help us in acquiring the ashes for our friend here? Aye. We'll crematory um, Juniper and bring her to the base of where the monument is going to be built to, to spread her ashes. Yep. Uh, they don't put her in the Great Forge because that would be weird and possibly horrible throwing something into the Great el- uh, <laughs> into the Elemental Flame. Um, but <laughs> well, as far as we know. And <laughs> born as a genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to do that. But she is cremated and um, you all go down in a sort of funeral line and where there has clearly been an area kind of dug out where they're going to build a monument. Um, there is a, uh, a spot that they dig down below the monument where they scatter the ashes down. She was instrumental in making this place more peaceful. It's, it's almost right that she should be the foundation of the sign of hope to be left behind. Remember those we lost. I... I'll miss you, Juniper. I'll miss you, Jin. I grab a little chunk of the, the ashes. I imagine when we spread them on my hands and sort of 
rub them on, Rasmus sort of rubs them on his hands, sort of like, uh, I don't know, almost like massaging them in, and then what little dust there is sort of throws in, goes, <laughs> she would have liked this. She would have laughed. <laughs> hmm. Rest well, friend. Hope you find solace in your mind. Uh, goodbye, Juniper. Uh, we will all miss you. And I'll sing my verse I wrote for you. Uh, uh, loudly and proudly. And Hane is going to look at the Jin Juniper sword a little bit. And just say... Bye. Bye.